Productions. Algar Productions. You are listening to the Post Atomic Horror Podcast with Ron Algar Watt and Matt Robotham. Episode 248, covering Tattoo and Cold Fire with Mark Bosco. Hi, friends. We're all in the same room. We are indeed all in the same room. Hi, Bob. Hello. That's, How's it going? That's Bob in my house and also Matt in my house. They're Hello. all in my house. <laughs> We're all together in your basement. I, I would prefer to do the show like this all the time. This would be easier, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And more fun, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a better energy. Bob gets to dance in place for a while. Yep. I can look you in the eye and... Not me. <laughs> peer into your soul. Yeah? Or something. What do you see? <laughs> Anything? Uh, Anything in there? No. Look into my Gowron eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Into my eyes. What do you see, human? <laughs> he doesn't say human. I might say it occasionally. All right, fine. Those Let's... Ferengis got a good idea. So, this week... Experience beige. Still don't know what that means. <laughs> do you know what that means, or nope. you just think it's funny? I Fair. think it's funny. Fair enough. It's from some VCR game. Yep. Oh. Which I think we're just this oh, too old to play. I have seen that. Have yeah, played. yeah, yeah. The guy that played Gowron was also was in it as the evil Klingon who yells at you for the entire thing. <laughs> and he wants to give you a beach, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. So, um, I don't know that you guys necessarily agree with this, but I think this first episode we did might be the worst one so far. I would not go that far. Okay, which one would you say is worse than this one? I don't know. All um, right. Last week's, both of last week's were, I would say, a lot better, worse than Tattoo. I disagree. Mm. That second one, I was looking over my notes for, what was it, uh, projections? No, last week was, I don't remember, why don't you keep talking while I I definitely know I hated projections, the one where, oh, the doctor is real and no one else is. That fucking pissed me the crap No, last week was partitrition and persistence of vision. Yeah, this this well, one at least has good intentions. I think. I don't think that it does. No, mm-hmm. but we will we will debate that after you tell us what happened. But unlike persistence of vision, I know what it was about. That's fair. <laughs> persistence of vision was just kind of a weird like stream of consciousness. I kind of respect it for that. I still what was didn't that like one? it. That's the one where everyone's having their crazy visions and like. Uh, uh, Kate sees like her boyfriend. Oh, and, right, right, right. Yeah. Paris sees his dad, and then uh, Bellana sleeps with Chicote because oh, that's what yeah. she's always wanted. Why not? Do you want to have sex with me, Bellana? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is wow. she that wrestler guy? <laughs> yes. The Slim Jim's oh, guy. <laughs> yeah, Chicote. We're gonna have sex. Yeah. Ooh. I'm sure all you wrestlemen out there are loving whatever there's the hell. More, there's doing. more out there than you think. Oh, I know. I, I'm just not one of them, so... <laughs> Look, someone's going to enjoy that Randy Savage impression. <laughs> nah. Well, I like Vandal Savage myself. That's the, fine, the, too. The much, 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 much older brother. Ooh, I'm a caveman. Because he's because he's immortal, you see. He's very old. Ooh. Mm. Bob! Yes? Why don't you tell us what happened in Tattoo? All right. Well, on the surface of a moon, Chakotay finds a chamusi, which I think is one of those things that you use to dry your car with. Is that how you pronounce it? Mm, Sounds about right, I think so. I thought that was a chamois. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Anyway, flashback. Chakotay is a petulant teen on a camping trip with his dad, and he's trying to sell Chuck on the idea of looking for these ancient rubber people that may have once given their tribe a DNA boost. Insert picture of History Channel aliens guy here. I'm not (laughs) inserting pictures. It's already hard enough to edit this show. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, back in sickbay, the doctor practices his usual acerbic bedside manner with a pregnant lady, and Kess goes off on his ass, wishing upon him the ten hollow plagues of the apocalypse. (laughs) One of them actually sticks, and the doctor spends the rest of the episode sneezing and whining and just generally being unpleasant. Mm. Reading signs of some more stuff to pillage on a nearby planet, the Voyager crew decides to go investigate, and Janeway actually says, We're in the business of exploring. Making the exact po- marking the exact point at which Voyager drops the pretense that they're actually trying to get home at all. <laughs> the planetary defense grid thwarts them at every attempt to transport, so they take a shuttle down like a caveman. <laughs> Another flashback happens, but I don't remember what happened because immediately after Neelix is attacked by a crow, like so many bags of garbage. <laughs> See, told you crows were smart. 
everyone but Chuck transports out because he's not done having flashbacks yet. This one about his dad getting a face tattoo that looks exactly like the one Chuck has. Huh. Back upstairs, Janeway is like, Ugh, I don't have time for this shit, and decides she's going to take Voyager down and land it right on top of Chakotay if she has to. Unfortunately, the wizard whips up a huge-ass tornado, and Voyager goes down, 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 and Margaret Hamilton rides by in a broom and screams, I'll get you, my pretty, as I start to hallucinate from boredom. Turns out this planet is inhabited by the ancient rubber people, and when Chuck finally meets them, it's revealed that they're a bunch of pale white dudes, turning this into the biggest superior white man pile of horseshit I've seen in a long time. How is this not written by Brandon Braga? I don't understand. This was supposed to be the good one. Okay, I think when we all looked at the title Tattoo, we all pretty <laughs> much assumed this was not I mean, be the was call. there anyone out here who assumed it was about the little guy from Fantasy Oh, Island? yeah, Hervé like, Villages? Yeah. Sure, totally. No, he would have been dead at this point, and I think UPN was running their Fantasy Island revival with... Uh, uh, <laughs> Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell, thank you. And uh, so Tattoo <laughs> would have been played McDowell's by someone not else. a midget? No. Oh, I'm sorry, little person? Guy. Yeah. He's, he's neither of those things. Who's the other guy? I, there wasn't another guy. In no, fact, it was just Malcolm episode, McDowell. Someone who works for Monfantasy Island goes, look, boss, the plane. And Malcolm McDowell goes, never say that to me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it joke. was like a sinister Fantasy Island. <laughs> yep. It was not fun. I yeah. really liked that show. <laughs> uh, couple, it lasted three seconds. Yeah, it was it, like most UPN. Like, UPN spent a lot of time throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what stuck. Mm-hmm. Like that show Brian wouldn't shut up about and many of those other shows. Sure. Mm-hmm. Nowhere Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. That was you and I watched it together a couple of times, and it was fine. But it It had Bruce Greenwood in it, which you know ties it loosely to Star Trek. It does. I love Bruce Greenwood. He's fantastic. Yeah, I liked him ever since he was in that movie about the bikini summer shop or something. I thought you were going to say Tron. (laughs) No. Okay, couple of Bruce Boxleitner. (laughs) Yeah, same difference. A couple of quick points, Bob. Yeah. Uh, The pregnant lady has a name. Oh. And her name is Anson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah! Excuse me. Weedly, weedly, wee. <laughs> You're listening to Edson Wildman. All 41. Woo! <laughs> I don't know DJ? what all 41 means. <laughs> all <but>. 41. <laughs> I gotcha. Tune to your emergency uh, Edson Wildman 41 channel. No, Edson Wildman. Oh, There's right. a missing That's child. A man. There's yeah, a missing better. child. There's somewhere. Keep an eye out. This Woo! is an amber alert. <laughs> Weedly, weedly, wee. Oh, that just got sad. <laughs> Apologizing to anyone listening to this show on headphones. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. And to me, who has to balance out all the audio so that it's roughly at the same level. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh oh, cavemen taking shuttles. That was the other thing I wanted to ask you about. <laughs> yeah, is that a thing? That's fucking great. Yeah, sure. You know. All right. Well, I mean, I know it was amusing to Matt, but is that like the cavemen take shuttles? Well, you you know, you're used to transporting everywhere. It certainly feels like you're a caveman. You know, having mm. to like you know use physical labor and like move electrons and I I don't know how shuttles work. I just yeah. picture them like. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Commander. Um, the transporters aren't working. You're gonna have to take a shuttle down. A shuttle down? What? Like a chump? <laughs> yep. Come on, Neelix. <laughs> Let's go. Oh no, my eye! Shotgun. <laughs> no, this is a Baxi's home. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have to be in sight of the shuttle before you can call shotgun Neelix. Duh. Damn it. Oh. Um. Uh, so yeah, I really didn't like this episode. Like at all? Yeah, I, I thought it had some moments that I really enjoyed. Let's hear some. Um, I actually like I like little Chakotay and his bored adventures with his dad. All right, up to a point. Okay. Um, is this your good thing or is this just a good thing? This is probably my good thing. Let me check okay. my notes on my phone that That's, I made on the bus trip here. He literally Excellent. did his homework on the bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, vamp. There was a there was a bit of um. It felt like Lost, and I know, uh-huh. Matt, you haven't watched Lost, but Bob, you I have, so you true. probably, like, oh, yeah. like where this character's going off on his own solo adventure, and we're getting the flashback that pertains to exactly what's happening to him mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. It, it had a very Lost vibe. Yeah, the, all the exact, like, oh, like all a Lost, the, it's all the always, story beats lined up yeah, yeah. with the, the current story beats. Yeah. yeah, it's always the flashback. Yeah. Uh, no, I liked uh, Little Chakotay, or you kept calling him Kid Chakotay. No, you called him that the first time, and that really stuck with me. Kid Chakotay <laughs> just felt like the... <laughs> The cartoon spinoff of this show, where like James Bond Jr., mm-hmm. Kid Chakotay, and the Delta Quadrant <laughs> Gang. <laughs> oh, God. there's one. This, 
they got uh, Captain Pike, so you've got the one guy in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah, of course. So that you catch everyone. Like the Burger King Kids Club. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, no, I like him having, like, all of the complaints I've ever had about Chakotay and his religion, Little or uh, Kid Chakotay says to his dad at some point. Dad, I don't care about this. This is boring and primitive, and I want to leave this planet and go see space. I'm like, that's a really good point, Kid Chakotay. Well done. <laughs> um... I kind of wish they'd gotten a better actor for Kid Chakotay, though. He I was thought he was all right. Exactly He's... as bland as regular Chakotay, which I guess that's yeah, good casting. Good match. Yeah, yeah. Now, Bob pointed out that like getting the backstory of a guy you don't when you don't care about his front story, mm-hmm. like yeah, I think help. I think this this episode had you know it tried pretty hard and it like it, it sure did. Gave <laughs> you it gave they like well it, we were reading on Memory Alpha that it was like oh, they're really proud of it because it's like a really you know they're trying to get get into this character and, and give him some backstory and then and they certainly did but I really don't find Chakotay compelling in the first place so I kind of was already primed to not be interested mm. in his backstory as well. See, I'm ready for a character I don't really like when they give him a backstory. Like, that's the that's when you can win me over. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, now show me why he's interesting, and then maybe I'll see the character in a new light. But yeah, he's not. He's that. just uh, the petulant kid in the middle of the jungle just, eh, See, the thing know. I like about oh, that there's is... there's a thing that was drawn and... But he kind of learns his lesson, but not really. <laughs> he doesn't learn his lesson. No, he doesn't we never learn get, shit. We never get to the point where he learns his lesson. No, he doesn't He's... learn his lesson until his dad dies. Like that's right. That's right. what I'm saying. At the end of the flashbacks, he but like, we don't. There's see, a whole little we never arc. See that? No, no, we don't see him get his titular tattoo either. No. Like, we get to the point where he's like, well, he sees his dad encounter these people that are in the jungle, and then he starts getting his tattoo, his dad. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, that's just, the last we see of him. Like, Chico- like Kid Chakotay is not interested. He shakes off the ladies trying to strip him of his clothes so he can join the tribe. And just, I I feel like the interesting part of the part of this would have been Chakotay coming around on his whole, like, on his, his tribe and his people and his traditions and stuff. We don't see any of that. We get told about it off, off, pa- off panel, off screen. <laughs> I think I just talked myself into not liking my good thing. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I don't know. I get, like, him not being into it, and mm-hmm. I'm fine with that, and, like... I get the whole basic arc, but we didn't see the payoff of the arc, and it might have yeah. been because they were making room for the B story. I don't know. Well, I'd rather uh, see that B story. Yeah, that Ooh. was actually my good thing. Mm-hmm. I really okay. liked the doctor giving himself a cold to you know to understand what it was like for people and why they were complaining all the time and, and mm-hmm. all of that, and even you know mean Kess, which like it was it seemed very out of character for oh, her. No, I thought that was no. Perfect. She's but, been kind of playfully mean to him yeah. before. He's like, I hope you get sick sometime. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I love, I love Fun. her, her giving him uh, like an extra, an extra forty five yeah. minutes of being sick. That was the character. And he said, "Why am I still sick? This what? is horrible. This I'm is going to die." She's like, "Well, if you know that it's exactly going to last this long, then you just know you got to hang on for that long. Yeah. But the uncertainty is what makes it like difficult." Yeah, yeah. like as someone who turns into a complete child when I'm sick. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and who yep. has been who was once sick for three months straight? Like, yep. it's agonizing. Were you sick for three months straight? I got a bad virus or something, and I oh, never Jesus. went to the the doctor, and I was just uh, sick for three months. Last wow. year, I was sick for like almost a month, and I was just like terminally just, on the couch, cuddled up yeah. in an, an Afghan that my mom made, and watching kung fu movies. Yeah, just perpetual <laughs> headache. It's just I want. I wish I was dead. Yeah, and not in the usual background way. I wish I was dead. <laughs> Well, guys, I've got diabetes. I didn't want to try to, you know, top oh, that or anything. But... Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was going nowhere with that. <laughs> I just want to win. Certainly not to get any food that I like. <laughs> Would you uh, like a French fry, Al? Yeah. No, yeah, just one. Just the one, please. <laughs> just one. Um, Can, you want some ketchup with that? God, no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what are you trying to do? You know what sugar's in that ketchup? <laughs> yeah. But, Bob, your bad thing is kind of the other side of that, right? Uh, Well... Your backup bad thing, anyway. Oh, my backup bad thing. I don't know. Just I, while we're talking about the yeah, Doctor plot. Yeah, I kind of, uh, the the fact that I, I can see why they did it in terms of the story and they needed to wrap up the B storyline, but I kind of was annoyed that Kess spilled the beans that mm-hmm. she, you know, extended his program before it was actually over. So right. now he knew that, oh, okay. Yeah, like, now he still knows how long yeah. it's going to take. Uh, he yeah. just knows it's going to take All a little I longer. I do this for 45 more minutes. Yeah. yeah. No, no that's, that's a fair point. Give yeah, him a week, I, a week of being sick? Yeah. Yeah. No, what she should have done was said, I programmed the computer to simulate the virus, and it ends when it ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Yep. It might, like, I know. randomized it. I don't know. Yeah. 
That would have been better. And when it's over, that's when I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get you. I think. I mean, narratively, I think they did that because they had to cut back to you know the way these stories work is like okay, now it's time for Chicote's yeah. like, wrap up. But yeah, you're right. And then I'm watching all of Chicote run around naked on the planet. I'm just like, I wish the doctor was still sick. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't well. even him. Naked stunt Chicote. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was. It wasn't his butt. Yeah, but the rest of it was stunt, three stunt different bot. Chicotes in this episode. Yeah, that's true. Three R- more than necessary. R- young Chicote, kid Chicote, regular Chicote, and, and, st- and stunt butt Chicote. But Batote, <laughs> come on, Matt, help me out here. <laughs> Portmanteau that Ooh. make it work. Chicotas. Not bad. <laughs> I seriously Chicotush. Yeah, that's oh, pretty that's good. a good one. Yeah, yeah. I knew I'd get there. Winner. Yeah, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, my, okay, here's the thing. And I was going to write this all out and say, okay, imagine the odds, but I, I didn't do any of the research because who cares? <laughs> well, you, we've been very busy. Yep. Very, very busy. Um, okay. So what percentage of human civilizations would you say any particular native, like, like Aboriginal tribe was like 1% uh, maybe, maybe, maybe a couple, the biggest one, like the biggest, I don't know, the Mayans yeah. or the Aztecs are like one of the biggest, you know, whatever. Maybe 1% of all humans who ever lived, and that's being generous, and the rubber people, probably not that much. Sure. On one planet, in a tiny corner of the Alpha Quadrant, and a, you know, at the bottom of a disused lavatory, (laughs) and the stairs had gone, and so on. But, like, one guy in one tiny tribe, in one tiny planet, on one tiny, you know, and so on and so on, Mm -hmm. somehow just happens to find the people that met his people thousands of years ago completely on the other side of the galaxy among thousands and thousands of planets in this perfect spot on this one planet that they happen to be visiting. I mean, the odds against this perfectly reflects a place he went to with his father who also encountered these people. And there's a tiny, just a tiny, tiny thing that he saw in a tiny, like just insurmountable odds. It's, it's utterly insane. And all it really needs is, it needs some factor to bring, to, to make the coincidence go away and say, we were looking for him. Yeah. If we have the, the aliens looking for Chicote or vice versa. If Chicote is like, that's something that drives him. He's like, Oh, I'd like to find these people. My my character has always been motivated by finding, you know, whatever that makes sense. That would have been fine, but it's literally him tripping over a, like a, they, the they're in what looks like a landfill. They're in what looks like a landfill. Like it's just a big mountainous area with a bunch of garbage. Yeah, they're on garbage about. planet. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't have the budget to go on location that week. They didn't go to a mall. I'll give them credit <laughs> no. for going to a different <laughs> not, terrible place. It's not planet hell, but I would call it planet turd. Planet heck, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it just the, the odds against him finding this symbol that happens to connect to his people are just ridiculous. It There's no possible it way. It just doesn't work. You know. No. So between that, which is my bad thing, and just the the pseudo-Indian stuff, which I'm pretty sure most of it was made up and not a real tribe. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they mm. made it all up. Yeah. And written by a white dude, and as Bob mm. will point out here in his bad thing, mm. like, <laughs> well, at the center of it. White dudes. White dudes. <laughs> we'll come back to the in a sec, because I'm sure you have stuff to say about that. Uh, but yeah. just my overall, and following this character, I find... Super boring. There's just there's nothing like apart from the cute little doctor thing. There's nothing mm-hmm. in here I care about. I think the the, uh, the with the way Star Trek treats the universe as a whole, in that there are populated planets everywhere, and it's really easy to get to them and find new ones. Yep. Where in in reality, space is enormously empty, yep. and it's really really hard to get you know to to yeah. things. And even if you find a planet, it's not going to have anything on it. Right. So. I think they've already kind of made the leap between reality and their version of reality that has, you know, this like lots of populated stuff. That I'm okay with. That that's only one further step and that doesn't feel so bad to me that they want to do this coincidence for dramatic purposes. Okay, but we just but, eight, ten episodes ran into another planet that just happened to go to Earth a long time ago and get some Earth people and bring them back. What's yeah. this whole well, that's crap in the Delta Quadrant thing that's okay. been yeah. going on since the first episode. Yeah. That's actually the part that bugs me is that like we spent two generations to travel to your planet yeah. to do whatever the hell. What's so special Why about did Earth? they go there and they yeah. never explained that no. at all? Uh, and same with the, the 37s. They, the 37s I, came there too and same deal. From what I could tell, all they did was grab some dude by the shoulders and just hold him as <laughs> they flew over the mountains. <laughs> yeah. 
I just I I and didn't. We, we gave you a spark. What the fuck we, does that mean? Well, they did a '90s uh, music video montage, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah, mm, fucking never-ending story. Yeah, flying over the mountains. Aren't there? Yeah, aren't there a ton of other planets? You know, like what I was just saying. You know, in Star Trek, planet populated planets are everywhere. Weren't yeah. there plenty of other planets yep. that they could have stopped at? You know, way before they got to ours. Hey, but... you know who could use an evolutionary spark? The Klingons. Those guys are assholes. <laughs> Go check that shit out. But then, but then on top Bless of them with foreheads. <laughs> on top of all that, I don't know. They got some pretty okay foreheads. They mm. do headbutting, and you're not going to win a headbutt with those guys. No, mm. it's true. Unless you're Data. Eh, I guess that's true. Mm. Um. But and then on top of all that, we had the same future man bullshit about, oh, humans ruin the planet and you guys Uh. just strip the resources and you're just terrible people. But in the future, everything's okay, baby. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Just shut up. Like. Oh, you, are you are you upset with the future man Chakotay saying, "Oh, you haven't been to our planet in a while. We're much better now." Or are you angry about the white man gods who are saying, "Oh, well, we didn't want to stick around because you guys were heathens." It and- comes from the same place. Mm-hmm. It comes from the same because both things are lecturing you about what Earth is like now and hopefully what Earth will not be like later. Right, and it's the same vibe of like, it's the same thing I didn't like about past tense it's the same thing i didn't like about a lot of early next gen it's like one day we're gonna fix it but now we're just terrible Mm -hmm. shut up fuck you i don't have to take this crap from you aliens you're not even real but then the bigger (laughs) the bigger thing about aliens which i didn't i didn't really put together and i should have is is your bad thing i just i really felt that like you know he finally meets these people who like Apparently came and, you know, like you said, gave him the spark or whatever that's like, you know, enhanced their DNA to make them the dominant species or I, it was very vague what they did, but it was, you know, he finally finds them and it's this like super pale white dude. Yep. I mean, you know, With he's the got the whitest voice. Yeah. Well, he played Mr. Lippman on uh, Seinfeld, yep. which is just one of uh, <laughs> one of Elaine's. Oh, okay. Like, I remember one him of now. his six, like one of her uh, successive like uh, rich white guy bosses. They're all <laughs> sort of the same. The guy yeah. who got ink exploded on him and accidentally turned into Hitler. No, 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 no. That was that was Mr. Pitt. Oh, OK. This is a different guy. And there are too many bosses. Yeah. You know, and maybe their society has a bunch of different, you know, colored people and, sure, and sure, sure. all that kind of stuff. That's fine. But it just, it happens for to be our the, purposes. The one guy yeah. that he actually interacts with is this pale white dude. And find he's got a, like this very, you know, I know better than you. And we gave you this gift. Yeah. And it's just, you're better feels, because of us, what yeah, we brought you're, you. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Get a native guy. Yeah. That would be nice. And or I guess it turns out Chicote uh, is actually South American, which I, I assumed he was an American Indian, but. I, I mean, that's from, still... Or Central America, that's what they said. Yeah, but I mean, that's still sort of, like, the same Super issue. Vague. Like, it's... I don't know, because I don't want to come off as racist. Oh, it's all the same. Like, no, of course, it's not, it's not all the same. But no. but they were the same people who came over, supposedly came over the land bridge from Asia and mm. supposedly spread all out. Like, they're all kind of interrelated in some way, I believe. Mm. In but, a broad sense. I don't know. That just bugged me. It just felt like, it's, you know, should. you, you could have yeah. done something that's like, you know, have have a guy that kind of looks like the native guys, at least. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm judging based on looks, but it's a know. TV show you and can't... you're judging based on looks. Yeah. That's yeah. what you do. And you can't not be- judge based on looks because <laughs> yeah. that's, you know, it's an audio visual all presentation. Is about. And the dude is <laughs> fucking white as hell. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's got makeup on to look super pale. That's the, and maybe they're like, and they wash him out with some, yeah. with, with some lighting yeah. and yeah. And it's like maybe they were trying to like kind of take the curse off it a little. Like, well, let's make him kind of grayish mm-hmm. because, you know, then it's obviously more alien yeah. and he's not Caucasian guy. But right. I don't know. Really he was the whitest him. motherfucker who ever whited a white. Felt icky. It is pretty not great. I. But then there's, again, how many different aliens from different places came to Earth and interacted with ancient civilizations? This is like number 12 now. All of them. <laughs> Just like no ancient civil, no. So humans are great, except we couldn't get a damn thing done on our own because people keep kept having to come here and seed our DNA or teach us how to do a thing or Mm -hmm. rescue us from destroying ourselves or whatever. Like, yep, we can't do anything on our own. Ancient aliens built the pyramids, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Doctor Von Dynakin. 
just want to see like a huge like you get a shot of prehistoric Earth with just all these spaceships flooding around it. It's just Moss Eisley. Just, it's just spaceships <laughs> after just spaceships waiting after to cha- to evolve us. Yeah, <laughs> they're fighting over the chance. Yeah, no, no, those guys are mine. I called dibs. Oh damn it! I guess I'm stuck with the rubber people. <laughs> and they are to be clear, the rubber people. Yep. Yep. Or the rubber tree people. Yep. I don't know. He says rubber tree people once or twice, but then the rest of the time he it's says rubber people, rubber people. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Comes from the uh, Stretch. Stretch Armstrong tri- yeah. tribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My good thing? Uh, well, Chicote said the name Sulu at one point. Woo! Which reminded me of better days and more interesting crews. And tripping balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we were talking about this. Um, this actually won't come up until later, but uh, I might as well hit it now while I'm thinking about it. I don't actually like the idea of two people on Voyager both knowing Su- Sulu. Yeah, personally. we will eventually find out that Tuvok served with Captain Sulu. Yeah, he was like on the Excelsior. George Takei, Captain Sulu. Huh. All right. And I'm not thrilled by that idea. We don't know that this was Captain Hikaru Sulu who served on the USS Enterprise. No, all Captain we know Kirk. is that it was Captain, it was that someone said Captain Sulu. And I believe he used the pronoun he, so yeah, we know it's so, a male. But know, beyond that, it could be, he was his be, nephew or his yeah. grandson or maybe oh, okay. no relation, just a coincidence. But I mean, we're clearly meant to assume it's He says Captain Sulu, Sulu yeah. and at this point in Star Trek, Captain Sulu meant George Takei. Yeah, but didn't he eventually become an admiral? In the, uh, well, I guess I that's in the book. Not in any official canon, canon so. but probably. I mean, they probably all did. I mean, outside, out of canon, everyone got to be an admiral. Fucking Chekhov is an admiral. <laughs> no, uh, Chekhov, is, Chekhov does not get to be an admiral. <laughs> Chekhov never gets to be above commander. Yeah. Uh, they made that clear in Generations where everyone got to be a captain but him. And yeah. they're like, no, 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 no. Now, new Chekhov, if it ever oh, comes yeah. up, he can be a captain. Yeah. He can be an admiral. He can be whatever the fuck. Yeah. But <laughs> no. Walter Koenig? No. 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 No, Walter has apparently not been promoted. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to like soothe myself by meditating on Neelix getting attacked by a crow. Oh, man, that was my good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah? My other good thing. Yeah, what was it? <laughs> fucking Hawk trying to fucking take Neelix's eye out. Well, they, they didn't show it. They did. We saw a stock <laughs> uh, shot of it flying and then cut to Chakotay and the other guys in the landing party hearing Neelix and then running to him. We do mm. we do get to see Chakotay try to fight the hawk off, though, which is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. As he great. waves his arms violently in the air and they cut to that footage of the hawk flying away again. Well, we were... We were <laughs> if only this was video, you could see yeah, me waving I was back waving his hands in the air like it just doesn't care. <laughs> like so much Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Yeah. Hi-yo. Um, but, uh, we, we were reading on memory alpha that apparently they, they had a, a, a trainer, like a bird wrangler and they, a they falconer. Yes. No, a hawker. <laughs> the falcon. <laughs> and they brought him in and apparently the bird got distracted because there was a mouse or something to something. Or a cup. <laughs> yeah, a mouse or a cup. <laughs> we're not clear on that. <laughs> Fuzzy on the details. No, there was some, something for it to prey on just over there and it just kept flying away and. Attacking whatever it was. It carried away the uh, the salamander that Chainwise was supposed to be. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, my spirit animal. <laughs> Why? <laughs> ah! <laughs> I do like, at one point, um, was Neelix and... Was, oh, it was Harold. Neelix and Harold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chakotay just says, why don't you two go pick some flowers? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be our botanist. Go on, Team Useless. Yep. <laughs> go pick some flowers. <laughs> I actually, I really like the scene with Neelix and... Uh, um, Tuvok, where Tuvok's like, oh, I raised orchids, this may surprise you. And Neelix goes, well, this may surprise you, Mr. Vulcan, because I also raise orchids. Oh, did I say orchids? Because I meant the opposite of orchids. I am nothing like you. Please don't touch me, Sp- Mr. Neelix. Space orchids? The Rygelian space orchids? Yep, Probably the Rygelian yes. space orchid. Yes. How can they just be normal orchids? You know, an alien thing and then an Earth thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Vulcan? Most of my notes just say... Are you fucking kidding me with this bullshit? Uh, <laughs> and fair. so on and yep. so on. Just not. This Are is boring and stupid and I hate it. What else do I got here? So forth. I like the shot of the old phasers on the ground. That was just a nice nostalgic moment. All right. <laughs> it lasted about two seconds. But... Phasers on the ground. <laughs> Exchanging glances. <laughs> Um, I fucking hate Voyager getting caught in a cyclone. That was pretty ridiculous. Um, Bob so, was not entirely wrong to compare that to the Wizard of Oz. I think we all did. Kim calls it that at one point. He's like, well, he says a cyclone. cyclone. He doesn't say the Wizard of Oz. No. <laughs> They're actually called cyclones. I know, you but know I that, hear right? the word, I very rarely hear the word cyclone. I mostly hear tornado. Ah. Mm-hmm. If you're going to talk about a swirly air thing. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so when I hear cyclone, hmm? 
I oh. don't think so. There oh. probably is. I'm or a sorry. twister. I'm sorry for any storm chasers out there. <laughs> I'm not. Fuck you, storm chasers. Get if a you're better a storm hobby. chaser. Please write in. Please don't. It's modcast at. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> um. No, but. But there I... was a good shot of the Voyager, like. Oh, it looks really plummeting cool through it, the thing. Sort of as it literally like it tumbles towards the planet. But it falls sort of. I don't know, belly first yeah. rather than nose first, and it looked it just looks cooler mm-hmm. yeah, than kind of spinning around. Yeah. But like we get to watch Voyager surf on a sun every week. That's true in the credits and plow through so we're the ring of a planet. Like I don't think a lot of wind is going to do anything to it. That's probably true. It's supposed mm. to be able to survive in space. Maybe it's magic sky people wind. Maybe shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bob. Don't shut up. <laughs> no, he makes a fair point. I just hate the sky people. <laughs> All right. Anything and else? Magic. Nope. No. The sky people have harnessed the five magics. Bob, do you have a quote? Oh yeah, I do. It's uh, it's about bugs. Sorry, sky spirits. I will never make friends with bugs. Well, who doesn't love a good bug quote? <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought little Chakotay dressed a lot like Jake. I guess in that sort of vest. That's what kids in the, like, adolescent kids or, like, teenagers yep. wear in the Federation, mm, I guess. Yeah. I kept expecting him to run off and not work on his novel. Become a reporter. <laughs> Dad, uh, I told you I can't come into the rainforest. I have to work on my novel. Bullshit. You no, you don't. until two. <laughs> I was out all night with my friends doing research. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> mow the lawn. We live in the rainforest. I know. <laughs> mow the rainforest. Get mowing. <laughs> An acre a day. No wonder those aliens think we raped the Earth. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, now on to <laughs> another great title, Cold Fire. Uh. Remember a few weeks ago in Projections when some characters got reinserted into the events of Caretaker? Apparently the show really doesn't want us to forget about Caretaker because this episode spends a few minutes reminding us of what happened in Caretaker. And one of those things that happened in Caretaker was that we were told about Banjo Man's lost mate. Presumably jug of corn liquor woman or washboard lady or jaw harp broad who was out there somewhere. And here she is, I guess. Her name is Suspiria, which I guess is a reference to some old German film. I have no idea, but a bunch of other people made that reference, so I can only assume they're right. Why would they lie about a thing like that? So yeah, this caretaker also has some pedocompans like Kess. Only these live longer than nine years, and they're kind of intense. Like, super intense. Like, teach Kess how to light fires with her mind intense. Kess decides she'd rather not light literally everything on fire like they keep telling her to, so she tells them no thanks, and Voyager goes on its way. Also, Kate pumps a god full of poison, because she continues to be a badass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kate does not have time for your giant worm monster. I really do like, as they're preparing to meet this, this, this... alien this the caretaker the same species as the caretaker lady banjoman right lady banjoman <laughs> she says uh well, let's prepare in case this goes bad let's prepare some kind of countermeasure some kind of poison or or like a pulse or some kind of energy or mm-hmm. like something that can send this thing away and then yep. tuvok says yes because <laughs> he likes doing that shit he, he's really into being security plus guy. he was still off from uh having to drop his guns from last from the last episode oh right yeah because oh, yeah. chuck is like yeah my my people don't like guns so don't bring guns i mean i think you'll find a lot of people don't like guns but i mean yeah unless his people are batman like yeah. it's not that big yeah. a deal he protested a lot about that yeah mm. he did like way too much <laughs> Chakotay breaking a phaser <laughs> rifle in half this is the weapon of the enemy <laughs> They needed to fill time. Yeah. Then he, but then he'd get on a horse and they can't afford that. Oh. <laughs> they could have borrowed uh, Picard's. Yeah, that's true. He's or William a... Shatner's. That's also true. Mm-hmm. Or uh, now Cisco never rode a horse. No. It would have been awesome. But His, uh... his horses were wishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could build something better than a horse. You know, like a car or a space shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> or not bullshit animals. How about that? I miss you, Cisco. Come back to us. He's gone. He's Aww. gone forever. He will never be in this show, and he'll never be in anything else. I mean, there's a there's a one in ten thousand chance he'll show up on the new Star Trek show, but I doubt it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. You guys around here looking for Gul Dukat? Because <laughs> you know, just thought I'd stop by, bring some awesomeness into your show. <laughs> so, Bob, yeah, what was your good thing about this episode? Uh... Oh, I liked uh, I liked Voyager's bad reputation that they're just <laughs> going around raping and pillaging every planet they come across, and 
like uh, maybe those theories of humans as scary, aggressive alpha species is you know true in this universe. That, that's it's nice because these the, the these other Ocampans are like yeah whoa you're the Voyager we've heard about you you <laughs> yeah you you don't don't kill us okay we're gonna come over and talk to you but you're not gonna kill us all right <laughs> I like uh, okay. I like the idea that the uh, oh god what the fuck are they called the fucking coral headed guys. Oh, the the Kazon. The Kazon. I like the idea that the Kazon who keep losing to Voyager all the time are just like, oh yeah, the Voyager man. Those guys are terrifying. We're <laughs> there's like, it was like twenty guys beat me up, man. It was like you it should see them. Like their you... captain is fifty feet tall. <laughs> oh man, and she breathes fire. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like fucking Voyager. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's totally it. That could be it. Or what I what I initially thought when you when you started saying that was. The Ocomp- or the the Kazon just like don't know how to beat them, so they're trying to beat them with like uh, <laughs> bad press. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> like uh, uh, propaganda. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're just spreading terrible rumors about them. Like, well, we don't know how to fight them, so uh, th- these guys just suck. Okay, yeah. tell tell that guy. Make sure nobody helps them because you know. yeah. And remember to buy plenty of war bonds and stamps. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, slap slap a Janeway for uh, for Uncle Kazon. I don't know. <laughs> press a cast for Uncle Kazon. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> Slightly better, not much better. I'm not thrilled by it. Yeah, <laughs> but Get in uh, the way of a chicote. Uh, <laughs> just slug Tom Paris in the mouth. Punch Tom Paris 18 times. Yeah, in the face. <laughs> <laughs> now we're all thinking about Kim uh, Bellana. No, damn it, damn it. <laughs> I, I, but that that was that was kind of cool. Yeah. It's it's interesting to see how other people perceive our guys in yeah. in weird like mm-hmm. in a different part of the galaxy where they're not. Like, no one's heard of them before. Yeah, they're just this right. weird ship full of weird people that no one knows yeah. anything about that's just out there now. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like it whenever they, they bring that out, that they're, they are strangers in a strange land, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. And We and, like that. We like the premise of the show, and we wish yeah. they would do that more, I yeah. think. And the idea that, like, the caretaker who was this big deal is dead, and Voyager has left it. Like, yeah, and they're like, well, you killed him. Well, no, he died of natural causes. Okay, but you blew up his array. Murder okay, is a natural cause. We, we did do that. <laughs> naturally die of murder all the time. <laughs> well, no, his heart stopped, because that's that's always what actually yeah. kills them, technically. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, lots of hearts stop when you plunge a knife into them. Yeah. They didn't do that. They just took his banjo or something. Yep. I don't remember what they did. I was bored. <laughs> I mean, you've seen those nature specials, right? Murder is definitely a natural yeah. thing. Yeah, it absolutely is. And here we see the <laughs> murdering murderer. <laughs> Don't no. never forget, Wesley Crusher killed a guy. Look out, gazelle. <laughs> I'm Richard Attenborough. Um, I enjoyed this. I, I, but yeah, I like that too. I like, like, because... As viewer, I don't know if you guys felt like this, but like, wait, what? They're not like, and then you start thinking about it, like, well, all right, maybe they I are. could, I could yeah. see why they would. Yeah. yeah all yeah. right. But yeah. at first I was like, what? They're Starfleet guys. They're always going on about how great they are. And one of the things is like, yeah, you keep stripping planets of resources and yeah, mm-hmm. well, they do. Yeah. They need shit to run their replicators. They need food. They need like dilithium crystals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're totally just taking stuff and leaving. So yeah. Yeah. I get that. Um, Matt, what was your good thing? Good question. All right. Then in the meantime, I will say my good thing, which is Cass remains one of my favorite characters. Mm -hmm. This was a good test of her uh, morality and her loyalty to these people that she's known for less than a year. And she proved that she's a good person. Mm -hmm. They offered her this terrible power and they're like, come on, use it, use it. Come on, come on, come on. She's like, what? No, these people are good and they're explorers and they've taught me how to help people and heal people. And I... Can I use the powers to heal people? Yeah, but fires. <laughs> but I mean, I want to heal people. Fire, fire, I guess fire, you could fire, have like fire. a healing fire. I'd... <laughs> but really, at first, the first thing he teaches her is like how to make flowers and, and other plants like bloom more vibrantly and like, mm-hmm. like to crank up the contrast on reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. But like live more, more life for more. What? Living. I don't know. Yeah. But and then the then, then the next thing is like, yeah, but fire is better. Look, fire. And then she burns everything and like freaks out and, and he's like isn't that cool she's like no that's not cool I that's not really what i want on those plants <laughs> i work i work with this ship's doctor and really i would much rather help things live than help things die that's my yeah. deal mm-hmm. i like i don't know she just amanda pointed this out a while back and i agree with her that she's one of the most star trek characters on the show she's just very into the exploring thing and helping people and yeah. it's, i like it yeah mm-hmm. i like her a lot yeah, yeah. and this I, was a good episode for her like she she was tested and she proved to be a, a good person. Yep. Mm-hmm. Matt, what was your good thing? Um, 
couple of things. One, I like her scanner's powers being used on Tuvok. Oh, yeah. She... Well, there's the whole thing with, like, she's training to keep her powers under control with Tuvok before these guys show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, okay, you got new abilities. Let's see them. And, and then... he tries to, or she tries to do the thing where she heats up the tea in the cup again. Mm-hmm. She ends up heating up Tuvok's blood to, yeah. <laughs> what, 20-something degrees? Like, Something like that. The doctor says, a yeah. Lot. You, his you, his yeah. head gets all bul- bulgy and, like, blood his starts coming turn, out of his yeah. nose and stuff. Yeah, some nice yeah. makeup work It's there. very yeah, scanners <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the the main screen cap on Memory Alpha for this episode is that is a still of him <laughs> yep. like oh, it looks really good. <laughs> oh my face! I was about to use that for our cover art, but I was like, no, if, if that's the main Memory Alpha image, I'll have to go with something else. Uh, so fair. Yeah, I respect your uh, your ideals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go with something a little more off the beaten path. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe Chakotay's butt <laughs> or stunt, stunt butt. butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also really like the design on the um. The big alien worm thing that Suspiria turns out to be. Yeah, it wasn't great CGI, but the actual the design of it, was yeah. Cool. No, I yeah. like it. It's going back to how the caretaker was a big Metroid. Yeah. In the first episode, she's a big worm with feelers coming off of it's her. It looks like yeah. a centipede. Yeah, but yeah, there were, you go. They were both made as that same kind of jello, whatever. Yep. So it was like kind of an interesting take on like male and female mm. versions of the same species. Yep. Or maybe they were shapeshiftery and just like that's those are the forms that they chose. And because he was almost mm. dead, he just kind of turned into a lump. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely better than her other form. Which was a little girl. Uh-huh. A creepy was, little girl. Like was in that everything. your bad thing? No, it wasn't, actually. <laughs> oh. It could be, though. That well, I'm mad about things. that. It's my bad thing. Then. Is it? Yeah. Right. I'm fucking <laughs> mad about it. I hate that crap, man. I've seen so many little girls in Victorian dresses being scary, and I'm just done. Yeah. Stop it. And you like horror. <laughs> I do like horror. And this was just dumb. And they like they put her in a like they gave her like the old woman voice and just like Yeah, at first she had a little girl voice and then they started dubbing in like a gravelly old woman ah, voice. So ah. Captain Janeway. That was the same voice that uh she talked mentally to the the Ocampa guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't love it's that either. It's not good at all and i was mad and i shook my fist at the tv my my bad thing is related that Mm. i felt like the whole voyager killed the caretaker thing was that misconception felt really contrived to me that it was just like well you know they obviously they didn't kill him they destroyed the array but there was like i don't know and and suspiria was the one who left in the first place to run off and go exploring what does she care yeah she's just mad (laughs) I don't know. You can run away from your parents, like move out of your parents' house, but still be mad if someone killed them. Or turn well, them into a rock. I suppose so. A singing I rock. I kept, a singing rock. <laughs> I kept trying to figure out if, you know, uh, this. Uh, it's an obvious thing in, like, for a lot of people who like horror movies, there's a movie called Suspiria that was directed uh-huh. by Dario Argento. And I, I kept trying to figure out there was, like, some sort of parallel they were trying to pull off there. Because it's, like, a very specific name that's, mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't just stumble on it. I would think, you know, making up names. You're you're looking but... for meaning, and I got four words for you. Teleplay by Brandon Braga. All right. <laughs> this sounds... Co- oh, excuse me. Let me get into character. This sounds cool. This will blow their minds. <laughs> I'll never see it coming. No, I seriously feel like he was a fan of that and probably threw it in there because he's a fan of that, and that's Just... probably the only explanation there is. I mean, I guess there was that vaguely horror element, mm-hmm. like the fire starter thing, and... She is that. the fire starter. Yeah, but... I don't know. I liked, like, I did like that. I really liked her, like, not necessarily horror elements of it, but, like, sort of horrified elements of yeah. it. Of, like, yeah, yeah. Cass going, Geez, what am I capable of? This is not cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the dude who played the main Okampa who was kind of coaching her through all this is uh, Gary Graham, who I know will go on to play an important Vulcan in uh, Enterprise. Oh. He was also the, uh, of the two main guys in the Alien Nation TV show, uh, the alien and the human. And the nation. Oh. Yes. He's he's the human cop, uh, and he's been in a bunch of other stuff too. But I know him from those two things. Huh. I actually know him like I barely watched Enterprise to that point, but I saw the stuff for the for the fan film um, uh, Axanar, mm-hmm. and he plays right. the same character in that older. Oh, okay. oh the Vulcan. He, they got him back, okay. oh, yeah. and he still plays the Vulcan, and it's quite good. <laughs> but he's like he's not bad in this, but I think he'll be better he, in he's other fine, things. You know. Yeah, he's you know. 
I, I see. Apparently he was in the running to play. <laughs> it's weird because I was re- apparently he was in the running to play both Cisco and Janeway at various points. Seriously? Before they decided Cisco was going to be a black dude, before they decided Janeway was going to be a woman. They were just looking huh. at everyone. Mm-hmm. And he was in the running to play captain on two different spinoffs. Captain Felton. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. And he's not that good, but I could see wanting to make him like one of the, you know, like he's not like a, a Jeffrey Combs where you want to like, this guy's really good. Let's yeah. keep him. No, he's I mean, definitely a next work, level down. Like I would a say. working TV drama. I miss that guy. Yeah. We'll get him back in Enterprise. I don't it'll, think it'll, he shows up in Voyager. Yeah. yeah. He's because <laughs> concurrently he's busy over on DS9 playing two different characters. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he doesn't have time to do Voyager, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My bad thing, actually, I mean, you know, little girl wasn't great, but mm. uh, the phrase fire of your mind Bleh. is muttered, is muttered, <laughs> is uttered <laughs> or muttered uh, like 50 times in this episode. And I'll use the fire of your mind. That could not be cheesier Reach. if it were literally taken to the sick bay with the cheese. Reach into the fire of your mind. With your mind. Into the fire of your fire. I can feel it fire. flowing through you. Now, now. Yeah. Time is this week. I don't know why. fire in your mind. Bananas <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> gave him a whole mess of peanuts. <laughs> They'll kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's see, Bob. You did your good thing, bad thing. You had a backup yep. good thing. Oh, I did. Yes. What, what was that? You oh, like the. Here it is. Uh, I have a backup good thing, which is I like the purple lighting in the room. With the I camera. wasn't sure. You put writing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the purple writing. I don't know. It seems like they use purple so seldom that it kind of stood out to me that, like, the room where uh, where, where Tuvok is trying to teach Cass mm, about right, right. stuff in this kind of, like, this meditative space, and there's this just purple lighting it, on the walls. It is look... my purple meditative room. Yeah. I like, I like that Tuvok has been teaching Cass... How to keep her stuff under control? Because I feel yeah. like mm-hmm. if she had been back at the mall with her people, I feel like she would have been learning that from her people. I, but well, like, I don't think she would, right? No. Because it was like her people were like, "Well, there's stories of ancient yeah, Okapa." Oh, right, right, right. None right, of right. them knew how to do any of that. Like the caretaker had kept them all super. I wonder if getting away like, from them is why they almost. worked yeah. better. Like, yeah, probably. Maybe they were all like there was some shielding somehow, mm. or I don't huh. know. Or like the elders in their tribe were like deliberately concentrating so no one could use their powers or something. No, it, it felt like with the caretaker the caretaker was keeping them as like pets that had to be coddled. So he knew like he basically neutered them all. Well, and there's and there's kept them at like 9 years and all There's that a bit of that in this episode where we see this Suspiria like mm-hmm. saying, "Oh no, no, our guys live to like 20." Yeah. And they have more enhanced mental powers. Like she she treats them more as if not equals huh. at least like children instead no. of pets. Well, she That's bails what's his face out when he's like when a Kess is attacking him at the end of the episode. Right. Because he's like, take me with you. And she's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, yeah, if not equals, then definitely at least. Well, like I say, less like with. pets, more like children. Yeah, yeah. Where hmm. maybe one day you'll be an equal. But right now I still have to take care oh, of you kind muffin. of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but not letting. Yeah, that's a really interesting. I hadn't mm. thought about that before, like the, the lifespan thing. Mm. And like, yeah, maybe he's like repressing them somehow. That's how it felt to me. But, yeah. You know. Could be. Yeah. Um. What else? Anything? But yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah. I like I like Kess studying with uh, Tuvok, mm-hmm. and I like um. There's a bit at the beginning where we're we're what? No, I'm I'm thinking about what your quote probably is. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> well I, like, yeah, let's go into my quote now because she's she's just delighted in that. This is what I like about her. She's delighted yeah. by everything. She's, yeah. and she's very trusting when they first meet the Okampa. She's like, well, let's swap stories. I can't wait to meet you. And and Janeway's kind of like, well. This is good, but maybe we should be a little wary. Let's keep an yeah. eye. Excuse me. Let's keep an eye on this. And right. Make sure nobody gets murdered. And she's just like, <laughs> no, let's swap stories. And like when she's uh, when Tuvok's teaching her, like stretch your mind out to listen for some thoughts and like try to hear somebody's thoughts. And, mm-hmm. That's Neelix. And she's like giggling. And then Tuvok says this. Tomorrow, I will teach you a Vulcan mind control technique that will help you inhibit your giggles. Which is just delightful. No giggling. Yeah. Um, Tuvok does not have time for a giggle puss. Yeah, you now you will write, I will not be a snicker puss 100 times. I will be back later. But, and, and then, but this, this whole teaser bit is then from there, she runs off to sickbay because she's got to work. And it's mm-hmm. like, she's, she's got this short lifespan and she's 
trying to fill it up with as much learning and enrichment as possible. She's learning how to use her, yeah. her mental powers. She's learning how to help people, like skills. Like she's not just hanging out on the ship, you know, freeloading. She's doing stuff that yeah. helps people. And I like it. Yeah, I love that. And I don't get the people who hate her, Flonk and uh, <laughs> Nate and uh, Tidro. Well, maybe she'll do something terrible to turn her. If that's what happens. On a, they, turn us on her. Well, then yeah. we will We will change our minds. But We've certainly, right, you yeah. know. For right now, though, on a show that doesn't have a whole lot of characters that I really like. Yeah. I like Cassie. <clears throat> Neelix. And on a show that, well, Neelix being the way Neelix is, has made me sympathize uh, with Cass more. Yeah. Like, in a way, that's driven me more to like her. Yeah, no, it feels like she's trapped in that relationship. Yeah. Why do you put up with that guy? You only have nine years. You're going to spend... <laughs> Date <them>. around. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're locking yourself in and you don't have much time. Yeah. yeah. But nobody, nobody lays in their deathbed and says, I wish I'd spent more time with Neelix. <laughs> <laughs> wish I'd eaten more hair. <laughs> But I, I, just, I don't know. I like it. And again, until she does something that makes me not like her, mm-hmm. I'm going to like her. And uh, I mean, we'll change our minds. Matt certainly changed his mind on Worf. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that could happen. Oh, that Worf. Ooh. Oh, he was the worst. Yeah. And hot Dr. Pulaski. Yes. Ooh. Also that. In the other direction. Uh, <laughs> that is about all I have. Ho, ho. Ho, ho. Anything else from you, gentlemen? No, I think that's everything I wanted to hit. Oh, one last thing. Yes. We get, um, so when stuff starts going weird down in uh, uh, engineering, uh, Tuvok and a buddy of his from security go down to check it out. Um, and then they're attacked by Suspiria, and then an extra guy vanishes. Oh, yeah. We see like three bodies pulled up and two <laughs> bodies fall back down. Yep. Huh. Where'd he go? Yeah, maybe she ate him. I I assume so because he's gone, and I mean no one's gonna say anything because he ain't one of the <laughs> yeah. one of the the core seven or whatever. Yeah, mm, could be. Yeah. If Neelix had disappeared, everyone would be like, "Where's Neelix?" The thing is, we have we've we've defined how many people are on the ship, and it's a fairly low number. Is is a hundred and something? It's less than two hundred. Yeah. So like we should be like really. I know they didn't, so who cares? But <laughs> we should be keeping track of like, oh well, now they're down to one hundred and sixty-five or hey, whatever. Where'd Jimmy mm. go? Yeah, no, Jimmy's gone. Jimmy was on the original Enterprise. Yeah, this is uh, his grandson, Jimmy. <laughs> Ensign Jimmy the third. Yep. They only ever make Ensign before they're killed. Mm-hmm. Poor Jimmy's. <laughs> Somehow they managed to have children first, though. They're very virile. Yeah. Vigorous, virile, and potent. Yep, and they're all named Jimmy. <laughs> Stay tuned for your stacked and backed calendars. Oh, <laughs> Okay, so that's all for this time. Our website is ever postatomichorror.com. The email address postatomichorror at gmail. Bob, why don't you tell us about the podcast that you do? Uh, I do a podcast called The Optical, and you can reach it at opticalpodcast.com. And it's about uh, kind of revisiting older VFX movies and talking about them and talking to some of the people who worked on them. Mm-hmm. Excellent. It's a very good podcast. Yes. Thank you. Next week, we will be doing episodes called maneuvers and resistance i don't know what those are but we'll find out i'm gonna guess resistance is gonna be the first time they run into the borg but that's just a guess i'm gonna guess maneuvers is about a dance contest yeah Yeah. sure the maneuvers i remember that (laughs) neelix takes cast to the fish under the sea dance (laughs) hey you get your damn hands off (laughs) no it was the enchantment under the sea dance All right, Matt, take us out. See ya, folks. The Post-Atomic Horror Podcast is a co-production of Ron Algar-Watt and Matt Robotham. Copyright 2015. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this. 